Hello, my name is Ryan Jones and welcome to a brand new podcast called Am I the Problem Here? A podcast where every week we'll be searching the internet and be answering the simple question we've all said to ourselves time to time, am I the problem here? But with such a big question, I couldn't do this alone. So joining me every week is my little problem-finding gremlin, Sam. Say hello, Sam. Hello, Sam. And Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Are you you really starting our first episode with that shit joke? Is that how you want to introduce yourself to the world? A 2005 South Park joke? Yeah, that's exactly okay. how I want to introduce myself. <laughs> okay, so hello, well, this is Sam from the, from South Park, apparently. Anyway, how how are you, Sam? How are you getting on? You excited? Um, I'm I'm excited. I'm a bit hot because it's sunny. I mean, my house has got the sun blaring in it all day, so I'm boiling hot. But uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, well, I'm recording this in the caravan, and it is roasting. It is like two. I can't open a window. Use tech issues. I can't do any of this sort of stuff at all. You have a tech issue with a window latch? No, no, no. Right, I can't open a window because then if the wind comes in or there's any background noise, obviously it'll pick up on the microphones. We've we discussed this in the production meeting about two minutes ago before we started this. Yeah, I know. I just wanted you to say that on record. But you just want so to people... say that I I'm scared of background noise. <laughs> You're scared of background noise and just so people know you're committed. Anyway, so with this new podcast venture, Sam, your role is very simple. Every week I send you out, don't I, to the internet to find different scenarios, find people online asking, are they the problems in life? Now, what I want to know is how long do you think until you're going to hate all of humanity with this little mission? Firstly, send me out sounds like a work placement. It's very difficult to send me out into an internet at the moment. Like maybe when VR is available for me that will happen. In terms of hating humanity, uh, I've been on the internet most of my life, so I'm pretty downcast about our future and have been for decades now, so I don't think it will take much longer to sort of push me over the edge. When I say send you out, I didn't like you, you, I've just told you search stuff against you. you haven't been going to people's workplace like asking personal questions about their lives. Given the covid restrictions, legally I have to say no. <laughs> But we all know Brian from the bank is going to be a big problem in the podcast, don't we? Well, he didn't show up, so that is a problem to start with. He is the problem here. <laughs> We've figured this out. There's nothing Anyways. more for us to do. <laughs> so anyway, Sam, is there... So obviously, because this podcast is called Am I the Problem Here, is there anything... Any, have you counted any problems this week or at all recently? What, in my own personal life? No, in, in your mum's personal life. Yes, your personal life. Well, I mean, in my personal life, like this week, I've made plans with people from work and they've cancelled on me for the second week running. So... <laughs> I actually think that that also doesn't need much discussion. I don't think I'm the problem there. Unless it's my personality, in which case I could be the problem. First of all, you have started these first five minutes of podcast, and your first five-minute podcast career has started quite tragically. I'll admit that. You did a very terrible joke. And on top of that as well, you've now admitted that people don't want to be around you. they got to enter with no expectations. Then you lower them. And then eventually they just they don't have any expectations so then they just enjoy it for what it is why do your friends cancel what was the excuses let, let's try and find out let, let, let's find out if it is legitimate or find out why they cancel okay so uh last week they cancelled because he just wanted to chill rather than hang around with me then he's <laughs> gonna have a busy day um and at the end of it he Not just wanted to style, chill he didn't yeah, he didn't want to come around with me <laughs> um i'm trying to try yeah and he didn't want to hang out so you so. invite him over to your house to chill and well, he's yeah, a couple like, of no, us. I want to chill. Yeah, no, no, yeah, exactly. That's what I said to him. You know, I said, so at the end of the day, having, you know, had a busy day, you just want to chill because I was, what I was going to do was make you do jumping jacks. And you thought, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I'll, I'll just sit at home, which was my real plan anyway with him. No, it was more than one of us. He cancelled, so the other guy just went, nah, never mind, we'll reschedule. And then this week... Oh, yeah, oh the other guy was, I can't be alone with you in a room. 
Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Oh god, what what was this week's excuse then? This week was this. Oh well, this week when we rescheduled for this weekend, he was very confident. You know, meet up this week because he had no plan, and then he had booked tickets for the Champions League final at the cinema. Apparently, they were broadcasting it at the cinema, and he hadn't remembered. So when his friends texted him and were like, oh, are you picking us up later to, to take us to watch the game? Um, he turned around and was like, oh, I've double booked again. Can't do it. I'll be honest, I'm not a big football fan, but I'm going to say now I think people know, if you're a football fan, you would Sorry. remember if you booked tickets to a Champions League final. Well, he wasn't a fan of either of the teams playing. It was just, uh, you know, they were showing it at the cinema, which, I mean, I don't know of a, a football game that's been broadcast at the cinema before. So it was just one of those things. But he had a, apparently a bad time, so that makes me feel validated. He made the wrong choice. I'll be honest, I think what's happened there is, and I don't want to get all Columbo on this, like, but I think he booked the tickets after he arranged them with you and then decided to, to ditch you. Shall I text him? That can be the finale of this podcast. That would be it, yeah. We'll have a running commentary on Sam's tragic life. Well, you did call me a gremlin to start this off, so to be honest, you put me in the tragic position before I did. I'm just playing along. Not really. Gremlin's quite a playful little word, and have you've gone in with this, going basically all my friends bar you can't commit to plans. Have you seen the movie Gremlin? It's not cute. No, I actually, have, I've actually never seen the movie Gremlin. You're the problem here. Right. So, uh, so anyway, who is who is the friends in air quotes seemingly? Well, it's your friends there, really, because if if you make a plan of ca- like cancel, you are the problem here. Like I, I've had it recently. I've been making plans with people, and then they do sometimes counsel a few times I'm, I'm very big on plans like if you commit to a plan you've got to commit to it same with like lateness I was talking to someone about this a couple of days ago saying that obviously because I'm, I now live in Ireland the big thing about Ireland is they can't stick to times I don't know what happened like if you like a lot of my friends say oh I'll tell you what, we'll meet at the pub at 8 o'clock right and I'll get there at 8 o'clock a little bit before because I like to be punctual and they'll rock up at 8.20 and I'll be like, oh, you said you'd be here at 8. And I'm like, oh, well, 8-ish. I'm like, no, you can't call 8.20, 8-ish. That's a different time. So anyway, Sam, that's enough small talk. So let's get to the bulk of the podcast, which is identifying some problems. So Sam, can you give me one of your Am I the Problem Here posts, please? All right. So this uh, first one is a Reddit post. Um, I'm going to read out to you. Um, and then we can decide who the problem is I suppose if that's what we're going to do well, well that's the premise of the podcast Sam yeah like well, that's what I'm here for then we'll do that so this woman wants to know if she is the problem for making her boyfriend's kids eat at the table okay so this woman is 26 she's female and she's been dating her partner who is 33 and male for about two years now he has two kids from his previous marriage with whom he has about 75 25 custody with his ex um, so they get the kids 25% of the time. Uh, so ever since he moved in with her a few months ago, the kids stay with them 25% of the time. Now his ex is a laid-back parent who lets her kids do whatever they want. He doesn't really like confrontation, so he kind of defers to her most of the time. Um, and this, you know, OP um, kind of disagrees with her parenting style, but she knows she's not their mother, so she doesn't really interfere, you know. Um, the issue... I'm going to read this now sort of verbatim. So, the issue, uh, her partner isn't the best cook, so in their home she does all the cooking. Whenever he has the kids, I make their meals. The way I was raised, you eat your meals at the table. I feel like it's the respectful thing to do when someone has prepared food for you. 
so I was a bit shocked when the first night I cooked for the kids they took their plates without a word and went to watch TV on the sofa. I called them back and asked them to please sit at the table. They listened and the rest of the time we had no problems. Then the next time they came back from the ex's place we had the same issue. Well, when I told them to sit down they began to complain. Mum lets us have our iPads at dinner, mum lets us eat in our rooms. So I understood their confusion. Of course being kids it must be difficult to adjust to having two different homes uh, with different dinner rules. So she explained that while they may be able to eat where they want at their mother's house, at theirs, she wants to eat with them and see their faces while they enjoy the meal. After they went home, I got an angry phone call from the ex. She said that I was just Henry's girlfriend. Henry is the uh, fake name for the partner um, and that she had no right to tell her kids what to do. I told her I was just the girlfriend and shouldn't overstep. But while they're in my home eating my food, I feel I can have a say in how they eat it. Besides, it isn't as if I told her kids that my way was the right way or criticised her parenting to their faces. I told her it was unrealistic that I'd have zero role in childcare when they live with me and Henry 25% of the time, and I cook their food, do their laundry, and drive them places. And while I'm not their mother, I am more than a stranger. She blew up at me and called me a bitch, and she's been harassing Henry non-stop. He pulled me aside and asked me to please just give in to keep the peace. The kids don't like the rule, the ex doesn't like the rule, and the partner, Henry, is afraid they won't want to live with him anymore. So she told him he can cook for them himself, but as long as they're eating her food, she wants to stand her ground. He said he expected better from me, and he is upset. All four people in this conflict think I'm the problem right now, and I'm really lost. This is my first time dating someone with kids. I realize I may be out of my depth, so I'd appreciate some unbiased insight. And then afterwards, she just clarifies that this was a rule that they both initially agreed to, um, that she wouldn't make um, that kind of uh, major decision without his you know, agreement or consent. And he changed his mind after the ex threatened to sue for custody. So who is the problem? So is here? she the problem here? Yeah. Okay. So ju just to summarise so I understand it. Um, so basically there's a guy who has kids with another woman. They're now not together. He yep. gets custody 25% of the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, just to confirm, so is it the woman, is it the poster's house that is, is her house and the man with the kids live there now? Is that how it is? Um, yes, he moved in with her. Oh, is she moved in with... Oh, yeah, yeah so, so he her. moved in with her. So it's her house originally, yeah. and now he's moved in with the kids. Yes. And she has rules that she thinks is right for the kids, but the kids don't do it because that's not how they're raised. Yeah, I mean, they were agreeable initially, uh, but obviously they've had a lot more leniency from their biological parent, um, and so mm -hmm. they don't like the rule. Uh, I thought this would be a good one for us to discuss. Uh, I think both of us have grown up living in, in households where we've never been forced to eat meals, you know, as a family in front, you know, around the table every day. Um, oh, no, I was. I'll well, there we that, go, that then. My that, that, I didn't realise that was why. a rule in your house. No, yeah, so that's why when you're reading it, she was saying, like, because when you first read the headline of it, I obviously didn't know, I thought she was like the mother or something originally, so I was like, yeah, no, she's she is right, it's, it should be a family thing to eat round table, it is a nice thing, and it's quite a, a respectful thing to a point, but when you found out it's actually not her kids, and it's, it's uh, I was more like, okay, no, so, okay, so, from what we've heard summary, this is what I think on it from a thing and I actually have some personal experience from this a little bit I my summary of this when we'll go into more detail is 
I think she's the problem to a point because she shouldn't really be forcing the kids to do something that they're not if the biological parents say this is how it is this is how it is she has to sort of deal with that but it is her house so I would say it got to be to a point if she's paying the mortgage or rent or whatever and it's her property then I would say she should have it in a certain way how she would like it but then it's not her family in it that's a different story if it was like we got to remember if it was like the partner hmm. agreed to this initially so he said yes the only yeah. reason he's now changing his mind is because he's getting pressure from the biological mother to not enforce the rule. Well, I remember I had a I had a situation like this once. When I first moved to Ireland, I had a friend over for a week. He stayed in my house for a week, and he did all these things that I would say, don't do... So, for example, one thing he did is I have a rule that I was raised with, and this is how it is, and this is how I like it, that when you use a plate or something, wash the plate there and then, and then you can leave it to dry. You don't have to dry it there, but at least wash the plate so it's not sitting in the sink sort of thing that was my rule in, in the house i i was paying rent in myself right yeah and he wouldn't oh. admit he wouldn't do that rule and what he used to do is he would fill the sink up with water and leave the plate in Are there you? and let it soak for hours because his thing was oh this is how me and my family do it and this is the right way to do it and i was there going yeah but this isn't your house now this is my house and if i say this is how it is You've got to respect that because this is how I want my house to run. You know, I'm paying the rent. You're a guest here. That's sort of how it should be, really. So when that's you, where I'm sort of drawing my experience from that. When you started saying that, I was like, and you were like, no, as soon as you've eaten, you, you wash the plate up or whatever you're using. I was like, you're going to love it at my house because I'm in a constant battle with plates along the side, you know. But I, then you were like, I just leave. he puts the water in the sink and walks away. The job is half done yep, at that it. point. Just do it then. Yes. I don't mind so them piling up. Soaking. Well, I don't mind them piling up, and then you go and do them all in one go because that's how I do it. You know, I wait till they get to a point. I've had a few meals, and then I do it all in one go. Generally, morning and evening time. You know, twice a day. So they do pile up a little bit in my house. You know, but it's only me. It's not a lot on plate. Putting the water in and then leaving it is like the job is half done at that point why would you stand there and pour, put the water in and then just leave the plates because presumably if you're doing that you've not put the plates and all the other cutlery and everything that you've used into the sink in such an orderly fashion that they are all submerged and therefore soaking in the water evenly maybe that works for people that's fine the obviously the issue is more around whether that is an appropriate thing to do in someone else's house as a guest no now when i was younger i was not a very good guest i didn't really contribute to that sort of thing even if i was in someone else's house and i should have done now i'm a lot better i'm a grown-up you know i'm more mature yeah but when you're in someone else's house to a degree you have to go by their rules you know and i think that applies to this post that we're discussing as well you know to a degree you have to go by their rules you know like you were saying he well, that's what i was about to ask ask you yeah i was about to say like if i invited you to my house and you live in my house obviously yep. you said you pile up stuff but if i said to you we wash as we go you would respect that wouldn't you yeah well here's the thing as well though chores are boring right if i'm in a house with my mate and he's saying and we've had some food and he's like yeah we're just gonna wash the dishes quick we're just having a chat you know like 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 we are now yeah you know while we're just washing a plate up that's no problem it's not enjoyable but it's almost leisurely you know obviously doing them yourself yeah 
alone. You you've got to do them. You procrastinate. But if you if you're with a friend, as well, one you respect the rules to unless they're totally insane, and two you don't leave plates submerged after you've put them up. Just put the water in. I don't understand. I love that we're about. I've just looked at the uh, the thing here. I love we're about six minutes in, and I, I love we started question about ten minutes ago, and I think we've discussed four minutes on the post and six minutes on my friend's weird washing up habits. Well, yeah, we've we've certainly got a little bit. Basically, off track. is he the problem there? Um, I I think he's the problem. Okay, we'll get back to the actual woman. So yeah, yeah. so okay, so we've established between ourselves that in reality. It's her house, it should be her rules. But now I think the big question is, it's not her kids. So I think the question is we've got to ask there is, is she the problem here? Because people are saying she's the problem. Because she said in the post, didn't she? People are saying that she's the problem. Yeah, but four people, yeah, I think. That side of it, is she, yeah, is she the problem because she's trying to tell other kids how to be raised to a point? Is she the problem there? No. I mean, that's going to happen when you, to a degree, when you're in... I mean, the thing is, neither of us have been in a, you know, we, our families are both still sort of intact. I don't, that might be a bad way of phrasing yeah. it, but, you know, we've both got married parents who have been married and stayed married all of our lives, and there's never been any kind of drama within that, you know, within that household no. for us growing up. So it's difficult to kind of relate to this situation. But you're going to get, when, when you live with two different parents, you know, uh, at different times, and they have different ways of running their households, especially if there's a partner, you know, with them, you're gonna get problem. You know, you know, there's gonna be maybe not problems, but differences in the way that they raise you. You know, and and the the rules within those households. Um, it's a natural thing. It's just whether this is. For me, it's whether this is too strict. You know, every day because mm -hmm. I I didn't live in a house where we had to eat dinner at the table every day. We. Maybe when we were younger, but I don't really remember a lot back then. But it was a, a Sunday roast. You know, we had to eat at the table every Sunday um, that my parents were around and that were, they were cooking a meal on Sunday. Otherwise, we could just go and do what we want. And we usually just took our meals up to our room, you know, and ate there and stuck on whatever we wanted to watch yeah. on telly. So for me, this is quite a strict rule. You know, I, I would, if I was the kids, not like it. But is it a rule that she's wrong to enforce? I think she's wrong. I think to a point she's wrong to enforce it as a family thing. Because she's saying it's nice for families to eat together. Yeah. But then sort of like she's not really their family. And she's own. what is it? What, did did they say she's only about six months into the relationship? It's quite early on this relationship, isn't it? It's not, mm. it's not like a two year, <laughs> no. three year thing. No, it, it is two, two years. Two years. They've oh, been is it? Okay. Well, that's a bit more cemented, then, isn't it? Yeah, that's a bit more. If she was about six months in, I'd say no, go away. But two, three years. Yeah, I mean, she's quite cemented in, isn't she? Really, in reality. Yeah. It's a long-term relationship. You know, you don't. I know. I know people say it's point game, but they're not married. But then you know, you don't need to be married to be in a committed relationship. Do we want to have that discussion? Because I'll have that discussion. <laughs> we do not want to have that discussion. I cannot be bothered to have that discussion right now. <laughs> I cannot be bothered. I right. I'm gonna go with. This is gonna be my verdict. I think I'm gonna go with. She's not the problem here. I think she's being reasonable. I think there's a point. I think there's a little bit of. You gotta remember, it's only when she about cooks the meals. It's only when she cooks the meals. When she yeah, cooks, so it's not like she she's saying to, to the mum, you have man, to eat. Yeah, sorry, if her, sorry. So if her partner was to cook more meals for the kids, she would be fine with them doing whatever they want. It's only when she cooks the meals that she likes to eat at the table with them. So that doesn't have. It's only because she does the majority of the cooking, nearly all of it, that it's a problem. 
if it was more evenly split, it wouldn't sound as bad as it maybe does having to do that every day, you know, and being forced to. Mm. Do you know what? I'm on her side. No, uh, she's not the problem. She ain't the problem here because mm. she's not forcing the family to uh, like. She's not saying to the to the to, you know to the actual biological mother, you have to do this. She's letting them do what they want to do. She lets the partner do what he wants to do, really, and she's just saying, "Ah, oh, this is how I want to do it." So no, no, I'm going to say no. I'm going to yeah. go with she's not the problem here. I'm going to read you the top comment. Um, so what she, this person mm-hmm. says in response, the top comment, uh, if your boyfriend always capitulates to the mother, I would get out of this relationship now. Otherwise, expect this kind of behavior to continue throughout. That, that was too smart for me. So what does that, what does that mean to, so if to the boyfriend, like me? <laughs> so if every time there is a problem with the kids, you know, if, if every time the ex has a problem with something that she is doing in, in the manner that she raises the kids in her household, and the boyfriend every time always says to her can you stop doing this blah 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 or do this instead just to keep the peace then what they're saying is that that's maybe not healthy um because that's just going to continue and maybe worsen throughout the relationship and you'll just get more and more resentful so what we're saying is dump the boy you don't need him that is what top comment is saying yeah okay so our verdict on this one on which that on this lady who wants to who wants her to try and get her boyfriend's kids to eat dinner at the dinner table you are not the problem here and you should dump your boyfriend and start your own family where you can eat at the table as much as you want that is what am i the problem here has decided and that is our seal of approval yeah she shouldn't listen to anybody else except us we've delivered the final verdict just us listen we pay a subscription fee every month to have our opinions on the internet you should listen to us do not listen to other people yeah they post it for free we pay money we're more committed tell you what sam just for goodwill and good gesture have you got a nice little short one for us to end up to end on so this is a screenshot that i took from instagram of a twitter post because everyone on instagram likes to post people's twitter statuses so we may as well start ripping them off as well so this person says As the Kardashians celebrate their 20th season, I would like to congratulate myself for never watching a single episode. Now, the reason I've gone with this as a sort of am I the problem here is not necessarily is this person uh, a problem, but is this view problematic? Because I just feel like it's a little bit snobby and judgmental. What's wrong with enjoying the Kardashian show? I mean, I don't watch them, but what would be wrong with it? Should we be judging people that haven't? that do rather oh what so some so somebody's saying that people who watch the kardashian show we should judge them well essentially she's she's congratulating herself for never watching an, an episode of the show as if it that kind of means something you know i mean you don't get a trophy for not oh. watching the kardashians do you i'm a hundred percent on that opinion love really? that because there is nothing worse than people because i've never watched game of thrones but I hate people go, I'm the 10% of people who've never watched Game of Thrones and I'm proud. I'm like, well, fine, you've missed out on something that apparently is meant to be really good. Like, what do you watch? Like, with, it's like a few weeks ago, we have a TV show we both like in the UK called Line of Duty, don't we? Yeah. We both really like it. And let's just say the ending of the last season was divisive to the, let's say, <laughs> to the, you know, yeah. it was divisive, wasn't it? Yeah, a little bit. And the next day, there were there were people who were just going online going I've never watched it and I feel really better than everyone else and you go you can't not watching a show can't be a personality trait you can't just be I'm better than you because I've never watched this show well you've missed out on something really good then boo hoo for you okay but just taking out whether because I'm kind of actually not sure what side of the fence you were on to be honest you kind of confused me no I'm having some side you can't judge no you can't no you can't judge 
I'm saying you can't judge people who haven't. Basically, if you've never watched a show, you can't judge someone who watched a show. But so, for example, it's not necessarily judging. It's like um, thinking that it's beneath you. You know, because it could be a good show. You might just might not want to watch it just because it doesn't interest you. You know, so when you're oh like, yeah, exactly. you've missed out on a good show. Maybe they have. Maybe it just wouldn't be their sort of thing, which is why they've not watched it. But is it like thinking that that sort of thing, you know, being proud of not watching a mainstream, exceedingly popular show, whatever it is, Line of Duty or, as in this post, The Kardashians, mm -hmm. is thinking that that is, not watching it is some kind of statement of, you know, higher intelligence. It's not quite what I mean, but, you know, is thinking that it's beneath you, what? is that a problematic opinion? Well, a good example of this is I used to have this opinion and I've stopped Same. a few years ago. Yep. And... Um, like I used to Mrs Brown's Boys there's a show in the UK called Mrs Brown's Boys it's Irish based and it's basically the lowest essentially it is the lowest common denominator of comedy it's basically very popular but it's in my opinion it's very badly written it's very smutty jokes it's very obvious basic jokes it takes no risks and all these sort of things you know and I agree years, with you I used to be judge people for years, I used to judge people. I used to watch it and say, "Oh, you're an idiot! And how do you like it? This is this show ruins comedy." Blah blah blah. And then just a couple of years ago, I just thought, do "You know what? I might not find it funny, and I might think it's not good comedy. But comedy is meant to make people laugh, and as long as it makes people laugh, it's doing its job. Whether whether you think about it, it's doing its job. It's yeah. it's a comedy, so it's doing its job. So just because I don't find it funny, and my opinion is." it's not bringing comedy forward it's bringing it back and that sort of stuff it it's not you know it's fine if like you like it, it, it yeah it's fine if you like it if you like it like it i don't have to like it i don't have to watch it but you know if you like it go for it there are shows that i watch that people might go mm, that's, that's stupid why are you watching that and you go well because it's i like it and it's end of you know yeah you know i you you know i used to be the same as well and i used to be a lot more of a dickhead than i am now you grow up you change. You realise that you don't have to judge what people watch. They can just, you know, live and let live. Let them enjoy what they want to watch. Or anything. Let them listen to what music they want to watch. Because, you know, music they want to watch. Music they want to listen to. You know, because I used to kind of... <laughs> I was going to put yeah. you up on that. Well, it was one of those things as well. At least when I was in school, it was like, you know, I wouldn't listen to the chart music. Cause it, was, it was just considered like the lowest common denominator of, of music. You know. Katy Perry and all that stuff you know um, from 10 years ago but then you grow up and you just realise just people like what they like innit I think the fact yeah, that we have both for that. Oh, yeah I know I did didn't I I think the fact that we have both been that person and we are no longer that person is proof that we were the problem there and that this post is the problem exactly you yeah you grow up don't you that's the i'm glad we had a problem person there because we our first episode around the problem here we identified they're not the problem so i'm glad we had a problem yeah well i want to give us a bit of everything oh yeah no yeah no absolutely in, in summary yeah that is uh, i think it's a problematic view let people like what they want to like and let people enjoy what they want to enjoy and you know obviously don't get me wrong there are some things that if people like you know sometimes you see those posts on facebook and i know i've i've done this and you call me petty for doing it Mm. where I saw something and it said anyone can enjoy whatever they want and you can never tell someone they can't enjoy a hobby or like it and I then put well what about if my hobby is like I don't know kicking geese or something and you were like you're so petty don't, yeah. don't bring this into the conversation why are you like this 
you know that's not what they mean. Yeah. Obviously, you can interrupt if someone is kicking geese and say that's not a thing. Yeah. Who's my hobby? I love kicking a geese. Stop kicking a geese, Fred. Geese, goose. Are they, it's goose, but yeah, no, it's I feel at this point, this is just coming from personal experience. Who have you stopped from kicking a goose? Have you, have you kicked a goose? What goes on in Ireland? On that note, they are the problem there. Anyway, Sam, that was a lovely little note of identifying a problem. We should end the podcast there. Okay. So before we finish, Sam, I'd like to say I'd like to say first of all, uh, thank you for listening, and hopefully we put the roles to right today, and we've identified some true problem people and some true problem opinions. Yep. Anyway, I said before, thank you for listening, and if you enjoy this podcast, please give us a follow on your streaming apps for weekly episodes, and please give us a good review on iTunes or any other review site, as it really helps get this podcast out there. And please follow us on our social media accounts, which will be linked in the description below. And on that note, I would like to say goodbye. And Sam, would you also like to say goodbye? Goodbye, Sam. Anyway, thank you very much. And, and see you next week. <laughs>